You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. I'm coming closer. Sorry, y'all. There. Thank you. Welcome, by the way. (laughs) And the angels waited on him. I have been mulling over that in my being this entire week, actually, ever since we had Liturgy Guild and looked over the gospel text for Lent a couple weeks ago. In the wilderness, tempted by Satan for 40 long days, sounds like hell to me. When I share coffee and story with each of you, an image of the wilderness pops into mine. The long wait between ending career abruptly and the wilderness that follows. The wilderness of waiting for test results, praying there is no cancer, not another health issue, another change in condition for aging parents. The wilderness of struggles with depression and anxiety, And when we come together as house, all of these personal experiences of wilderness coalesce into our own experience of wilderness as house for all sinners and saints. We are in the wilderness, a community still learning and discerning who God is calling us to be as a community in this world that is so desperate for wholeness, for life, and for freedom, yet seem to run farther and farther away from the church. A wilderness now of space, of waiting to settle in our new home, but not quite yet. The wilderness of grieving those who have left our community and the joy of those who join us just for a Sunday or now every week. The wilderness of learning what it is like for me as a pastor to be part-time. The wilderness is full of pain. It feels like loneliness and isolation. It feels like fear and heightened anxiety. It feels like we are just running on empty and there is not a charging station nearby. And the angels waited on him. And the angels wait on us. The thing about the wilderness is that it is not necessarily a bad place. It is not a punishment. It is not hell. Thomas Merton, a contemplative, puts it in a different way. The desert fathers slash mothers believed that the wilderness had been created, created supremely valuable in the eyes of God precisely because it had no value to humans. The wasteland was the land that could never be wasted by humans because it offered them nothing. There was nothing to attract them. There was nothing to exploit. The desert was the region in which the chosen people had wandered for 40 years cared for by God alone. They could have reached the promised land in a few months if they had traveled directly to it. God's plan was that they should learn to love God in the wilderness and that they should always look back on the time in the desert as an idyllic time for their life and with God alone. The desert was created simply to be itself, not to be transformed by humans into something else. The wilderness reminds us that we have and continue to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, cared for by God alone, 
and the angels wait on us. Over the past year, frankly, since I've arrived in Denver, I have felt like I am in the wilderness. It is a time in which I have been completely hopeless and completely free. Ever-changing iterations of my call, side gigs here and there, moving into my first home, trying to survive in this economy, this world that is spinning way too quickly. I've struggled through intensive and healing trauma therapy, med changes quarterly, praying like I have never prayed before. I have felt lonely with my family far away, going on dates but never finding my person, realizing I have no friends. The past three years has been a time for me to learn what it means to be cared for by God alone, to depend on the angels to wait on me. The past three years have been a time for me to learn what it means to be cared for by God alone and to depend on the angels to wait on me. And when words of failure and anger are put on my lips, when abandonment is on my heart, when dirt, calluses, and self-reliance are on my hands, I have to let go and receive the angels. Receive God who solely cares for me and you. And all through this time, we have walked together, learning to allow the angels to wait on us, stubbornly learning to be cared for God by God alone. I've had this succulent since I arrived. It was going to be great, but then there was this one part of the top that stopped growing, and it pissed me off. I wondered what I needed to do differently, put it in a different location in the house, make sure I'm not watering it too much. So about a year ago, I guess you can say that I pushed the succulent into the wilderness and cut off the part that was no longer producing and growing. And each month I would eagerly check back for signs of new life, nothing, nothing, nothing. Just like my own wilderness experience of trying and failing to do it all by myself, nothing. But when January arrived, little green leaves began to grow, and now it is growing like crazy. What's funny is that the bottom looks well-established, strong, thick stems, matured leaves. But when you encounter the mark of the wilderness of cutting, it looks like a totally new plant, vibrant, young, growing, not of my own effort, or maybe my effort was just learning to wait and be patient and keep on in the rhythm of life so that I might come to be cared for God alone, to allow the angels to wait on me. The plant looks disjointed, yet still unified. It's growing again. I had to learn to give thanks to God for that which is strong and established, something I most likely did not do in the first place, thinking it was all of my hard work, my blood, sweat, and tears, my effort. And the wilderness freed me to let go and receive what God actually intends for you and I, and this house for all sinners and saints, to embrace the wilderness, to stretch us but not defeat us, to experience and carry each other through pain and joy, to fall on our faces and allow the angels to lift us up, and nurse us back to health. The angels that proclaimed the birth of Christ, the angel who pronounces freedom and resurrection.
to your house this Lent. May we hold fast to the angels who attend to us. May we hold fast to the triune God on whom we can solely depend. Help us in this wilderness to let go of all that is not of you and attend to us as we grieve it, mourn it, and lay it to death. Pry open our stubborn hearts and our clenched fists. Awaken us to the holy stretching and those who are still here in this intimate, molded, fashioned, growing community, growing not into our own desire, but into God's desire and likeness. Amen. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org/giving.